What it do, people? And we're back. And we're back for the 2009-9. No. Okay. In the 2020. The 2020. The 0202 with friends. <laughs> and we're back for season two. Season two is... Season two on 2 2020 I think it's a little symbolic. Well, I mean, we always do something crazy on the right days. And don't even try to, though. Like, it just, it just comes natural. <laughs> you wish you could. <laughs> you could never. Well, I'm so happy to be back. There's Me too. so many great things we have in store for y'all. So many new, um, some new and improved things. You'll right. be able to hear it in the episode. You'll you'll notice our growth a little bit, we hope. And um, but we got some really like good juicy topics. I know y'all, it's been some stuff going on and we haven't been able to give you our shit talking. All right. <laughs> our lowdown on it. The lowdown on the hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> But we ready. We ready to get it in. So with the new year and um, a new podcast, well, not a new podcast, a new season of our podcast. Yes. Um, there are some things that we would like to incorporate, like video and um, more sound. Yeah. So hopefully, um, y'all stay tuned, and you'll be able to see that those things and hear those things. Coming soon. I'm excited about video because I think you guys will enjoy um, being able to see our faces and we can talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? You can see us. And you still haven't seen my post on Facebook about um, what's my worst, um, what's my worst thing, I guess. Like with facial expression? Well, it's like your attitude, your mouth, your facial expression. Oh, I did. You saw it? Yeah, because I said, you can't pick one. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. <laughs> <laughs> All go together. Love you. Well, I mean, you know. Truth is. Truth is. <laughs> you know, we all about the truth telling this year. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. So let's talk about how um, we did a fast. The Daniel fast. Um, it was a 21-day fast. We made it 10 days. I did 10 by eight and a half. I did a full 10, a full stop on 10. Yeah. And I have to say, you guys, it was challenging. Very challenging. But it was very rewarding. Like, I felt more in control of my eating habits when I was done, especially with sugar. So, let me back up and say the Daniel Fast is um, abstaining from sugar, processed foods, that means like bread, mm-hmm. any kind of bread, even Ezekiel bread, anything with yeast, a bit of yeast in it. You cannot have it. That they had to prepare. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no processed foods, no bread, no yeast. But let's talk about the things you can't have. All vegetables, fruits, all fruits, um, water, beans, beans um, um, yeah, that's it. nuts, nuts, that's about it. That's about it. So you're very limited. Um, I ate a lot of grapefruit. 
I ate pretty a lot of grapefruit. I ate a quite a bit of beans. That was like a dinner thing, like beans and some cabbage else. salads. I ate a lot of salads. I did do fruit um, during the day when I was just bored. I was tearing fruit down. So I do like sugar, and I don't have to drink pop. Well, so do everybody else does, except for the people outside of Ohio. <laughs> pop. Um, we know we've discussed this before. I have a soda juice problem. Like I drink a lot of calories. Still. So, but the 10 days I did really good and it really helped me like detox from the habit. So now I'm back on, you know, drinking mostly water. You're back on water mostly. Back on water mostly. Um, it's my birthday weekend, so I've been cutting up. I didn't have all kinds of Dr. Pepper this weekend, but. It's your birthday though. Yeah. So tomorrow I'll be back on it. Back on the, back on the wagon. And that's what's most important. But the fast was really good. I felt like my digestive system got a break. Because no meat. I don't know if we mentioned that. No meat at all. No meat. Just vegetables and fruit and beans and nuts. That's pretty much it. And um, that was good for my system. Really, really good for my I system. I wanted meat, though. I was craving some meat. And my like dad a, was a cooking bacon. bacon. <laughs> my dad was cooking bacon every day. I'd be like, you know what? I'm strong. <laughs> mm. But it was really good. You should try it. It's good for discipline. It's for, it's for me, I really felt like the mental clarity and the discipline that I gained is what was really like what was really beneficial to me because it was like okay I can't eat this I can't eat that and it really helped reveal to me that like it you really are who you are when you get denied things that you really show yourself yeah yeah when you can't have what you want when you can just go pick it up but you just you know are being disciplined it really brings out some stuff in you Cause you're like, I want, I got a, I got an attitude, yeah. but I don't need to have one. Cause you don't need it. You got to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so it gave me a really good sense of calm down and like chill, some Zen. That was you dope. can't get what you want, you know? Well, yeah. Speaking of Zen, um, in the midst of doing the fast at the end of mine, I, um, I don't know if I, just woke up one day or I had missed well at the beginning of the year I wanted to start finding a church to go to Mm -hmm. you know not really necessarily like I want to change religions or I want to find a religion or I need to get back into the bible or anything like that but I just felt like um, you wanted to go to church I wanted to go to church um just have a um a connection with God with other people I guess yeah you know what I'm saying where a community and not necessarily um, de- be devoted to community right off the bat, but just, you know, just get back into that. Like, I don't know. I've, I've never been that type of person to be like, I need to go to church. But um, I just was like angry mm-hmm. really quick. So I was just like, I need to. And and I, I would see things like, what remember the Korean, um, the Korean well, let me let me take that back because that could be derogatory. I didn't. They were Asian of some sort, mm-hmm. and, and they were a gospel group. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they were Japanese, and it's okay. See, I understand Japanese. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese um, choir. Yes. And I was like, damn, they almost moved me. They did. They broke me. you down. Yeah, they broke me down a bit. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I didn't take my behind the church. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody somewhere. Whatever y'all singing about. <laughs> 
me holler at that real quick. So I did. And um, there is a church, like, not too far from my house. And I've been there the past two Sundays. I actually didn't go this Sunday because we were having our own little bit of service together. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. it's your birthday. Yes. So I wanted to be able to enjoy that and do our own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I I needed it. And I liked it. And I I definitely um, will go back there and maybe even, you know, I live in Atlanta. Right. So, I mean, I can go to a different visit church. Other churches yeah. and see what's good. And see what's good. I'd love to visit the church with you, though. You made me feel like they, it sound like it's a good word. Yeah, it is. It really and is. I like a good it word, is. boy. It's, it's, Break um, that thing down for me. Yep, yeah, Linked Up Church in um, Powder Springs, Georgia. Okay. Linked Up. Linked Up. I like that. Yeah. It, it's, it, I liked it. I enjoyed myself. And um, it, it, I enjoyed the word more so than, you know, anything, anything else. else. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I like that. I'm with it. So, what else did we knew about this? The new year still. You know, it's February, but it's a new year. They haven't heard from us. Um, oh, I got a work from home job. Finally. And I freaking love it so far, you know? Yeah. It's, so. I'm really only two weeks in. This will be my second week coming up here Monday, tomorrow. <laughs> so, you just dropped into the... Okay, so those new listeners, guys... Um, we last season kind of figured out that April did not like her job, and 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 through the <laughs> course of figured out <laughs> through the through course like of complaining <laughs> of every episode <laughs> through the course of the season, we went from April being employed to April um quitting her job to April not having a job mm-hmm. to April now having a work from home job. Dun, 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 dun. All right, cool. That's great. A blessing. You know, so I'm yeah. excited to be able to, like, transition into that. You know, I feel like it'll give me a little more freedom, you know. Freedom and, to do what? Let's talk about that. Uh, freedom to work on my music. Okay. You know, because I'm still writing songs. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to write more songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, some put out some music on myself. That's a goal this year is, like, put my own music out as an artiste. Um, and also continue working on my Artist Rage Castillo, my little cousin. Okay. Um, but also like putting my music out there for myself and like writing for other artists. I want to just do more writing because I that's where my first love is. So I'm gonna get into more of that and then also working on content creating. That's mm-hmm. my other passion: creating content for small businesses. Myself, this podcast. Finally, you said something about us. Jesus, we was all the way bumped down like seven, eight on the list, but whatever. You're Go ridiculous. <laughs> Y'all know this podcast is important to me or I wouldn't be doing it. Okay. So, yes, you know, and and I'm working from home will also help me to be able to do this more consistently. Dope. That's great. So, yay, new year, new me. Yeah, and you have a very positive outlook on it. Like, you have a, a different... Like or why? about you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And this job, even though that you said it is something that you don't necessarily want to do per se, uh-huh. it is something that like it is in the direction of you having your own freedoms to do more yes. things that you like to do. Being able to get through that to do, you know, it's like a means to an end. Yeah. As opposed to like, I really hate these means, mm-hmm. even though it's an end. So these are like, I can get through it. I'm at home. 
Yeah. <laughs> so and you when know. we weigh the pros and cons out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, together. you really helped me with that. I have to say thank you. Because you helped me like really break it down and weigh those pros and cons, put it on paper. I think that's really important to when you're a creative person, sometimes you're not able to focus and, you know, just start doing shit as opposed to thinking about it. And you helping me weigh those pros and cons out, like, made me apply. You know what I'm saying? And like, okay, I could do that. Mm-hmm. So. Well, good. I'm glad that you it came ap- through. applied and got the job. Amen. <laughs> not with my help actually it was with your help you <laughs> talk about that reference um, oh <laughs> can we talk about sabotage. that sabotage <laughs> how this nigga gonna tell me he gonna get on this podcast talking about yeah because I helped you but then fails to mention <laughs> how here go now it's time for me to get this job that we done weighed the pros and cons and prayed on <laughs> and my, they call him for a reference and he hangs up in a girl face. And she's like, I get an email. I can't get a hold of your references. I don't know. I'm like, oh, I'm going to call them and make sure they call you, sweetie. And still didn't get a hold of Justin. So look, April didn't tell me that somebody was calling me <laughs> okay, to I, get for a reference. All right. So somebody called me out the blue and say, yeah, do you know April Page? Uh, no. Click. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, was, I don't know. Sabotage, y'all. I didn't know who you were from, like, where you're was talking about. Yeah. Well, you know what? I appreciate your loyalty. I just, I don't know. It just, it, it, didn't, a, it didn't feel right. It could have been a fence. Yeah. <laughs> the fence is watching. So, I said, like, look, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I can't risk it. So I can't get to talking and I might expose myself on some shit. So you had to steer clear. And I did. And it's okay. You and so I do apologize. For I that. you don't apologize. I but got the you job. Know what? The, the the funny thing is as soon as I hung up, I was like, shit fuck. <laughs> shit fuck. <laughs> shit far. I know exactly who that is and what it's about. Like and you text me like, Ugh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um My bad. About that. I got the job, so, so good. you're in the clear. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate Thanks. you though. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so, so yeah. talk about loyalty. Like, man, I think sometimes I'm loyal to a fault. And like it allows me to be taken advantage of. And yes. you know, like <laughs> it's early in the season in our podcast and you know, it's yes. gonna go so far, you know what I'm saying? I wanna talk about more of like how I feel about this but just basically like you out there listening right now um just because you're a good person don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of and when you feel like you're being taken advantage of don't continue because it doesn't hurt or harm anybody but yourself you're the only person that feels put out or uncomfortable by being taken advantage of so, um, just, you know, that's just a little bug in your ear right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's all I really want to talk about, uh, about, but you only allow yourself to be taken advantage of. You don't, you don't have to. Right. You don't have to. That's all. I think that's really good. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of people don't understand that concept of like that they're being taken advantage of. 
they feel like I'm a good person. I'm trying to be a good person. So this is what you're supposed to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when they realize they're being taken advantage of, then they sometimes it goes the opposite route because now you're mad that you were taken advantage of and you feel silly. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to note too, like you're human. Everybody's human. You're going to get taken advantage of. You're going to try to be nice and somebody's not going to always accept it and receive it the way that it should have been. But it's all about your perspective on yourself. Like you're still good and it's okay to be good to people, you know, but being good to people doesn't mean being bad to you. So stopping being taken advantage of or saying no or saying not with that, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. is not you not being a good person. I think the being a good person thing, how that's being looked at is probably where the, what's the word? Conundrum. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe I use that word right. Gray area. Maybe I did. Is what I was trying to say. (laughs) You don't really figure it out yet. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really know what that is. But yeah. you think that being a good person is doing this for a grown, another grown person. You know what I'm saying? It's like, sometimes that doesn't... Sometimes that doesn't translate all the way. There you go. So, yeah. Don't be t- getting taken advantage of. And if you do, tell that nigga bye. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. And that's that on that. So, yeah, we'll dig more into that, though. In the future, we'll talk more. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Dig a little deeper. Yeah, a little deeper, please. All right. Well, you know what, guys? We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> so I just wanted to take a real quick eight-second moment of silence for um, the people who were lost in that helicopter crash, um, Kobe, Gianna, um, the pilot, and those families. So starting right now. So, last Sunday, um, I was at Wingstop, and I was parking, and I got a phone call from somebody, and then they're like, yo, Kobe Bryant is dead. And I was like, that's a lie. It's gotta be an internet rumor. It's an internet rumor, like, and they're like, no, like, they're saying that Kobe Bryant is dead. So, I'm standing literally in the middle of the parking lot, like, trying to figure out, like, is I go on CNN, like, I go on all the... CNN and ESPN and ESPN didn't say anything at all. Right. And then, but CNN is saying that there was a helicopter crash in LA. Well, in California. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, this maybe has something to do with it, but they're not saying it was Kobe Bryant. Right. So I'm like, nah, it's not Kobe Bryant, whatever. There's no confirmation. There's no confirmation yet. So as I'm standing in the middle of the parking lot, a guy pulls up and says, Hey, you hear anything about Kobe Bryant? And then my heart dropped. I was like... Oh, man. It just made my heart drop right now again. And I was like, that shit is true. It's got to be for the way he trying to check and you checking. Y'all both like, it can't be. So I go into the wing stop and I'm trying to get my food. And they are, everybody's checking their phones. And I'm like, they looking at the same thing. And I'm like, did y'all hear? But is this about Kobe Bryant? Like... So right now the pro bowl is on, mm-hmm. and they're not flashing anything underneath the screen, but like everybody 
on their phone is like looking, looking for it, yeah. looking for it, and that's what the information that they get. Yeah. So, it's like, boom, I get home. So, it had been confirmed like they're saying it's Kobe Bryant. Right. You know what I mean? I get home and it's on ESPN too. Like that's all that they're talking about, and it is him. Mm-hmm. And then you know. It's not only him, he was going to his daughter's game with his daughter. And it was like... It is so devastating. I just... I don't know. I don't have... It's difficult. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. It's difficult to talk about because it's so... It's happened so suddenly... And he's like a beloved person. And his daughter was he was really proud of being a dad. And to think that they died together like that is just tragic. So that's really, really sad. Very sad. Um and you know, like not for nothing, it's Kobe Bryant is a superhero in as far as like role models and celebrities or people that are leaders in the community, you know what I mean? Like he was somebody we all have been affected to affected by like in generations, you know, and in in a sport. And I don't know what it is about LA, but LA always has like a celebrity about it and everything is so tragic and everybody in LA is so beloved by it the entire world. Yeah. Um, you know, your Shaquille O'Neal's and and when Michael Jackson lived there and you yeah. know, it's just like the Lakers, it's like that's like it's our hometown. The eighties, like, that was like the team, like yeah. but Kobe Bryant embodies that spirit of like the Nipsey hustle, like yeah. the celebrity of it. And right. um it's just a I don't know. It's a beloved person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like as far as hometowns go, like with like LA, LA it's like, like a- Kobe played his whole career. He started his career. He was 17 years old, straight out of high school. And that was a new crazy thing. You know what I mean? And LA got to have it. So they're, they just worshiped him, yeah. you know? And the Lakers were winning. <laughs> we were winning finally. You know what I'm saying? Again. Um, so yeah, like just like I said, he's just so beloved. I want to like kind of shift into as we're talking about him being beloved. Um, people are really stinking nasty about people expressing their love for a celebrity or somebody they felt like they knew or that was a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, on Facebook, on social media, I just mean in general. Like if you're one of those people who posts like you ain't know that nigga, why you crying or you you know what I'm saying why people oh people now people want to say this or now people want to why you want to tell your loved ones that you love them you I do that every day y'all should do that every day like I need all the perfect patties to really shut the fuck up yeah like because at the end of the day you just having something to talk about because you yeah. want to talk about it yeah. like you want to talk about it too but this is your angle into it and it's it's really negative and unnecessary yeah a dickhead move right like, you're just being a dickhead a dickhead is a perfect <laughs> perfect description of what you're being when you're typing shit on the internet to just be just to have something to say be genuine 
And if you have nothing good to say, then be quiet. And that goes back to the Washington Post bitch that didn't get fired for like two it. hours, you guys. Two hours after it was confirmed that this man died in a helicopter crash with his daughter on the way to their game, this bitch decided it was a good time to point out he had a rape case that we all know about. <laughs> that he was acquitted from. Period. That they dropped it. They didn't even. He didn't even. Go to trial. Yeah, it was just dropped. Yeah. And also, um, the fact that TMZ dropped the story and before, like, it was confirmed to the wife, that was, like, pretty low. That was, like, you, you guys have like, no <clears throat> no type of uh, sense of accountability. Like, no moral compass, <laughs> like, and whatsoever. Was, and, and even if you knew that that's what it was, like, to break the story to the media and, and, and us before you, like... To the family? And regardless of, like, you found out you needed to... To, uh, contact the family somebody to like, confirm from the family from the family not, not the to the world that, like, no that's that, just, that's low that's really low to that's, me that's sad like and and of course we know and we're gonna know but i mean that it just i just feel like somebody lost their their husband and their daughter and their daughter and and if you knew that you knew all of these things. Like, you knew where Kobe was going. Right. Because all this whole Calabasas shit, yeah. like, it's the size of... It's the size of, like, Holly, like Hollywood and Vine. It's not that big. It's not that big. It's like <laughs> right. a, a, a square, a town square. Right. So for y'all to be there and y'all know what's going on, like, you knew why Kobe was going there. So you right. know who he was with. Like you got well, a you flight. knew there was a helicopter crash. You knew the flight itinerary, who was on it. All, all of that, that shit. So so for you to break that news to the, the world, world and in in bigger sources like CNN and shit like that before like the family can like find out and she had to find out through that way. Like people are calling her, like and I she don't imagine. know. And like the police didn't have a chance to get to your house yet. Like Come on. And it's like ten o'clock in the in the morning. Right. Like and they just left, like type shit. Like right. like you could have just texted or talked with him. Like, yeah. Literally. You know what I mean? So you're like, I'm confused. This yeah. can't be. Like And it is true. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like all of that is true. That's yeah. fucked up. Like it's really super fucked And up. I just I really pray for the daughters, the sisters, yeah. like the wife, the mother, like that's like I could. I mean, at the same time, in one swoop, like my heart just like e ah ah. It's like mm. and 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 regardless of who it is, yeah. Like we know who it is, so like it it hurts, but it, it happens every day in life. Yeah. And and I just pray for those people who, um, you know, who lost their sister and their nephew, or you know what I'm saying, yeah. like that. Or and that's the just other hard, eight like, people to on with. the flight, you know, the the pilot, all of them. I mean, it all goes together. I feel like this judgment <laughs> on grief, like you know what I'm saying, like it's it all plays together. And, and also, like, and I I will like that, and I'm and I'm just being honest, like we care about those other people, and but it impacts us because. We saw Kobe grow up in front of us. Right. We saw Gianna born and be a baby and, and grow into and grow into who she was like at the time. Like 
that's sad to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not to take away from the other people, the who, other lost people who lost their lives and the families that they left behind. Right. But it's just a, not a closer connection. And people are like, well, you are, you're so worried about Kobe. There's other people. But if, if it, if Kobe wasn't on the helicopter, we wouldn't, wouldn't even know that those other people passed away. And that, and that's the honest truth. Like the whole world would not know. So that, that's, that's the perspective that like, I look at it Me as too. like and and that's I'm not trying to be like but people need to really like again with this moral compass of how they deal with death and how they deal with grief and and what you should <clears throat> grieve about and how you should feel about it and you didn't know him and he didn't pay you and he was this person and that why are you so worried about somebody else's perspective of it you know what I'm saying like we're all humans we're all people and we're all connected regardless yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like energy is energy. Somebody dies, that's an energy that leaves us. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I never touched you, I never met you, but you were in my life. It affected my life because I went to a game. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I knew who you were. You're on TV. I've I've known your ups. I've known your downs. I knew when your kids were born. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew how many kids you had. That is a connection, regardless of what people people get on TV. And, and have whole three year long relationships on catfish with fake people. <laughs> and we <laughs> have memories of the things where you were there when you won championships exactly. and we were in the bar and we walked out. Okay. <laughs> when you won the championship and we said, We're not paying for this. <laughs> Shout out to that restaurant. Yeah. But um <laughs> at the parade, I don't know, did we ever go to the parade together? We did go to the parade. Okay. Like, that's LA. That's a really, like, going to the parade is, like, our shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's that been was about Kobe. That was a Monday. It sure was. Because <laughs> we had to get home because it was Mondays. You know get, what I mean? Get my Mondays on. Get your Mondays in. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. That's another connection. See, that's right. a connection thing that people are going to now be, like, the championships, you know, and well, since he's been retired, had you know people. But we got to be a part of that one, though. Yeah, we got to be a part of it. So yeah, like leave people alone when it comes to grieving celebrities. If the, you don't care about them, that's fine. Also, I think it's really inappropriate. I don't give a fuck what a celebrity did for to bring up their transgressions a couple of hours after a wife and and daughters are finding out that the person is even dead. What else is also low is the, the, the sources that are saying that X, Y, and Z is going on. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. You guys, come on. People, like, don't know the, like, code. Just shut the fuck up. I think it's, I mean, it's kind of like, I think that people forget that shutting up is valuable. Shutting up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Shutting the fuck up is really valuable sometimes. And you, people don't you have You don't have to have an opinion. Or you don't have to talk about it to you other people. You can say it in your head. Or even talk about what you know to other people is what I'm saying. Right. Like, they talking about how, like, the daughter had an asthma attack and the the wife can't, can't talk without crying. Like, I mean, duh. It's some what the fuck? Why like, do we need to repeat that? Like, yeah, yeah I don't need to that, know that. Keep that shit to yourself. Right. So keep the negativity to yourself. Um, you know, this is a very tragic thing that happened, and I think we all feel it. You know what I'm saying? And we all were affected by Kobe in some way. Um, I do think that it's not us. 
speaking back to the Washington Post bitch, mm-hmm. like, I don't think, I think that, of course, celebrities are people. And they're going to have to be held to the same standard as any other person if they've done things that, bad things. You know what I'm saying? doesn't matter what it is. But I think there is some type of, there's a certain thing called the right time and place. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the day we find out, it's, it's not, not the, the right time. time, you stupid. I was going to, yeah, I wanted to say cut. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> because really, I just feel like, and, you know, I really shout out to that one reporter. I wish we had the clip to play. Well, um, that will also be in our um, She was a journalist. Yeah. yeah. That'll be some new stuff with our content. We'll be able to, with the video content. Um, but she went the fuck in. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that you were said you're also a victim of sexual assault. Maybe that played into why you felt it necessary to do such a thing. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even your article that you just linked to the article. Like we didn't know. It just doesn't even make sense to me. Like we know girl, we all know we was there. (laughs) This is not important new news right now. Like you're not bringing up nothing that's helping nobody. So I don't know. That triggered me. I didn't like that. I, I do. Um, I do feel that everybody um, outpouring in the celebrity community and in our community, just like, you know, regular yeah. people just coming together and. Yeah, like the girl dad movement. Yeah. That's really like really cool thing. I love how everyone's coming out that has daughters and it's like, I'm a girl dad. The story that the girl told about it was really like moving. Um, <clears throat> Gianna was football, football, basketball, was into basketball, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the story was that, I mean, he told it, Kobe told a story that they were at some place and the guy was like, hey man, I know you're going to try for a son, so you you know, you can continue your legacy. And Gianna's like, uh-uh. Hell need no son. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought that was like the cutest thing because he's like, he was so proud. Yeah. Like, he didn't care. Like, I'm a girl dad and she going to still do me. Your dad's a girl dad. He is a girl dad. He's a girl dad that didn't care about girl things, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he was like, you're going to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to do. But he was never like, you're a girl, so, you know what I mean? He was like that. He's a girl dad. Yeah. It's dope. Very true. <sighs> so, yeah. Sad stuff. Sad stuff. But... We send our prayers and thoughts out to everybody who lost their lives, but also especially, um, you know, Vanessa Bryant and her other three kids that she has left. Yes. So. Definitely. Definitely have our prayers out for Vanessa and her parents and, you know, his parents and his his family and his sisters and all that. Who lost a son. Just cover him. And brother. Cover him, please. Man, that has to be like, and I don't know, just every time I think about it, it just makes it worse. Yeah. So it just, and you, and you kind of go into that feeling of like, damn, damn. It's like you lost somebody close to you. Yeah. So I can only imagine how they feel. Yeah. Even if they didn't have like a perfect life and, you know, all those things, like, I mean, still have memories for that person. It does like, not matter. And, uh, and just to, to put things in perspective, like she's our age and... She's been with him since high school. Since she was 17. Like, she don't know really anything 
of it and or, being with him. Right. Her and having life. and having his, his kids. kids. <laughs> you know? So that's like her life. And it's and gone. Like uh, completely different. And one of her kids too. In one swoop. Like I could not imagine. Could not imagine. Like that's the only thing that I've done. Right. And I'm not saying uh, I'm sure she's you know what I'm saying done well, no, other but, things, but that's her main that's been her main focus. Like yeah. that's no, and, and you're you're saying it in context. It's not you're not saying she's never done anything in her life. You're just saying like these these are valuable things that she has done with her life is build a life with Kobe, you know, as yeah. his wife and mother of his children. And now in a snap It's over. That has been taken away from her. That so has to be hard. That's like, very difficult. Damn. Then that's what I just you just keep on keep saying. Keep on feeling like, that, damn. yeah. Like, damn. Well, you know, I'm going to, I have to say to the mama mentality, you know, his hard working, being a beast at everything you want to do and love him really preaching about loving what you do. You know, if you don't want to get up every day and do it, then the fuck you're doing it for. Yeah. And just the no excuses kind of like. No excuses. Nobody cares. And I did see a couple people be like, you know, you soft. Like, that's how he was, though. Right. And you know you either loved or hated him for it, yeah, but you buddy. always respected him like as a, as no a person, what. as a as a as a athlete. athlete. Like, yeah, yeah, mama mentality. I think we all were affected by it in some way. You know, like Kobe, gotta have that Kobe mentality. Yeah. Oh, we gonna miss you, Kobe. We gonna miss you. As a, you was a big uh, part of our lives growing up as a figure, a person. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, even people who didn't even watch basketball knew that he, he dated Brandy. Okay. Or he went to Brandy. With he went to problem with yeah. Brandy. That was, like I said, that was right the year that I moved to California. So that was a big deal to me. God damn, it's California. You're a hater. I know. I am. I'm glad we get in this on a light note. <laughs> You're a hater. Every time I mention California, even though you lived there with me. I did. Maybe not as long. But you were there, and you you were indoctrinated into California lifestyle, and and things like the the championship parade, and so come on, stop the, hating watching on me. the championship and on Pico. And you liked it. Going to the beach and come on, son. Watching the Ferris wheel. Quit like, playing with okay, me. Okay, I get it. I Quit get playing it. with me. Quit playing with me. So we'll be back with two and two. Two and two. And we're back. Let's talk about these Grammys. Let's get it. So, the Grammys, I watched them. Did yeah, you watch them? I didn't. Okay, you never do. So, leave it <laughs> up to me. Thank you. To be specific with the receipts. You but know, I watched, um, I watched like, the live part, the live shows. Like, the red carpets and... The Grammys, like, the they're live. Mm, they're not, well, I'm sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> you know what? I'm talking about the pre-show. I'm talking about the clips. Okay. Give me, give me the give me the highlights. All right. So, okay, the Grammys had some, like, Billie Eilish won like nine, which I love Billie Eilish as a new artist. She's young, just eighteen years old. Writes all her music. Her and her brother in her room. Mm-hmm. She's from L.A. Kind of grew up in a little melting pot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She has a cool vibe. So I get it. I get her sound. I get why she was the big one. Also, she made like waves on the charts. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, so she sold some. So she she sold some massive amount of records. Most some units in a year. Okay, she made a big a big splash. That was to I'm sure that was somebody in a label 
somebody helped it blow the fuck up. You know what I mean? I'm sure it had some traction. And then somebody was like, let's go. Take her off. But nine, like, she won in, like, every category. Best new artist. But, you know, like, it was all, all the much, big ones. All the I know big she ones. Got album the of the year. Ones. I think she got album of the year. Did she? She Best new artist. I know it was best new artist. Best or did song. Lizzo get album of the year? Lizzo won something. Okay. Maybe it was best new artist that Lizzo won. No. No, it was Billie, Billie Eilish. On that. Okay. So all the top ones. She won the yeah, it was a whole bunch. Yeah. Her I know her brother won producer of the year. Um for the for their Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know project. the specifics, but she won a whole bunch. Lizzo won something. Um Do you still not like Lizzo? I still don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's bad, but I don't do, think she's Did we like, talk about that? Did the ass cheeks happen? Yeah, we talked about that on the, the last one. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think that we got a chance to talk <laughs> so about fuck. The, the ass cheeks at the game. Yeah. Okay. We could chat on that real quick. <laughs> she had her ass cheeks out at the game. So, and was, people were like um, saying that if it was Beyonce, would nobody care. Now, first of all, with no way in hell, Beyonce have her seat, her ass on them seats. For what? Yeah. It would never happen. It is a point to make that is never, that matters not. And it looked like she was like, all right, so I'm going to just go in here and watch the game. And somebody said, you know what? If you want people to look at you. You've got to do something. You have to do something. Cut those ass cheeks out. <laughs> Cut those ass cheeks <laughs> Sounds like her manager and or something. It was like, and she was like, "Well, fuck it, you know." I, I think want people that... to see me at this game today. Let's cut the sh- let's cut the shit. Because it was, I mean, it wasn't. It was December. Let's cut the shit, okay? Mm-hmm. I get it. The stick of self confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. does things. We all have our, you know, mask, if you will, that we put on to say, "Hey, I'm confident. This is the things I do to show that I'm confident." Mm-hmm. She has a bag of tricks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is part of her uh, ta-da. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm confident. You guys just want to talk shit, but you can't she doesn't take any accountability for like you're creating the shit talking yeah. just so you can say that you're confident. Yeah. It's kind of just like, okay, girl, you're confident. And also everybody was like, Well, Prince had his ass cheeks out in a performance. Not at the game. Or Beyonce had her ass out. At a performance. And nobody says anything about her ass cheeks being out at a performance. Right. Or if she was performing on the floor. But also, the bitch got up out her seat. Not, okay, to add insult to injury. (laughs) While they're doing her song, The Cheerleaders. She's like, I'm going to twerk. I'm going to show these ass cheeks hanging out this t-shirt dress. Mm. I mean, girl. A t-shirt dress? Go off, sis. (laughs) <laughs> that's all I can say about it. It's like that's the new shit for twenty twenty. I mean, go off, go sis. off. Like I mean, for real. Like you just, I, <laughs> I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't have anything negative to say about her as a. You know, like she's done her thing as an artist. She got a Grammy. She came up. Yeah, she been yeah. grinding. She, I think she won more than one Grammy. Maybe I. Think. She probably did. She was in like eight nominations or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So the ones that Billie Eilish didn't win, I think the other she two, yeah. she won. It was White Girl Night at the Grammys. It's always White Girl Night. It is, but when it comes to performances, it was 
White Girl Central. It was Ariana performed nine songs. Like a whole, she took up 20 minutes. I like Ariana Grande, by the way. Aaron Large. Aaron just, we call her Aaron Large to be funny. It's funny. In English. <laughs> In English. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I'm, I'm a fan of pop music. So I love her music and I love her voice. I think she has a really dope tone. So I thought she did a really good job performing. Um, it was kind of long and, she, you know, she doesn't really dance, but she was trying to. So A minus for effort, mm. you know? Okay. But the voice was was there and it was great. Somebody else sang um, Demi Lovato. She came back? Yeah. Uh-huh. From the depths of? Whatever it is that she goes through. And mm-hmm. I applaud her. She was hollering, singing. Okay, that's good. That's awesome. See, we're already asleep, right? Because those, snoreboard. These were the performances. That's what I'm saying. I and then Alicia boy. was put me to sleep. Okay, through. but she was singing with the um, voice that made how that sound. It sounded okay. I was clenching my butt cheeks, hoping <laughs> that she would stay on key. Did she? She did. She had her. You know, she was right there. Okay. Right there. Okay. Did she sing tenor? She sang the tenor. She part? did not. Oh. Justin. <laughs> So, I just want to, um, you know, I think that Billie Eilish is great and, you know, deserve to be recognized and Lizzo did her thing. Mm-hmm. She performed, too. Lizzo performed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I wanted to see somebody else perform that was like, I couldn't wait. Oh, the Nipsey tribute was pretty good. With John Legend and mm-hmm. John did really Carl. good. He always does. He's a good live performer. He's consistent. I'm always so proud when people say that. Like, that's great. He follows through. That's good. Um, so the Grammys were yeah, but back to Lizzo. Like, we were we were supposed to be talking about Billie Eilish. To be honest, we're gonna go back to her. Okay. There's okay. A, wait wait. There's there's more. more. <laughs> I just want to be clear because people try to make it seem like I just don't like the girl, but I don't dislike her. I just don't. I'm not a huge fan. I don't have her CD. Like, I don't stream her music. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's terrible. But you can't get away from it, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when it comes on, I be knowing the words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially feeling good as hell. It plays in every grocery store, <laughs> every gas station I go into. So bitches get checks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very inspired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to get that same kind of publishing, Lizzo. So I'm with you. I just don't care about the some of the antics. You know what I'm saying? But and, I, and that's a, I guess. But it doesn't it, matter. But like, let's be honest, like, they're antics. That's what I feel. I they're antics. Feel. But that's, that's just my shit talking It's not opinion. just, like, who I am. It's my antics yeah. to try to beat. Like, that's what I mean. Like, and everybody still likes it. You know what I mean? But yeah. you have some talent. Like, talk about something. Sing about something. Don't just have, be out here twerking on the flute. To show that you are confident. Just but that's, I mean, you know, but confident. that's the. That's the stick, though. Okay. The shtick. The shtick. That's exactly how I feel it is. That's, that's what that's what is bringing people in is you confident. So I'm. But confident then you gotta keep that shit, shit the fuck up to keep the. Co- so that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, those sh- people are the people who go insane. Then you go. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna burn out because how much more can you do besides twerking at the game with chicks out to show us? Just go be confident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just don't be confident. Don't stop doing things because then it's gonna get to the point where what you gonna have to do next? It's like the hollow cane go stick. But again, go off, sis. 
Do your oh. thing. Because I'm trying to figure out my confidence, sweetie. I really am. It's a, it's a, you know. I really am. So I applaud you trying to figure yours out. I just don't. It's, some of it is just not my steez, you know. Out of, in the midst of Billie Eilish winning all those awards, um, J. Cole, well, 21 Savage featuring oh, J. Cole. And I am so insanely proud of that. Because I really fucked with that one. I fucked with that album. And I, I really felt torn about that. Who was going to win that um, album? I mean, was it album, rap album? I think it was rap. And um, best rap single, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And I was proud. I think he had album. His album was nominated too. That's so, really good. But who won? I wonder who won the album. Was it Nipsey? Billie Eilish. Oh, he was album of the year. Not not rap album something. No, it was. Um, it was his album was was up for album of the year. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think Billie Eilish was in that category. <laughs> <laughs> well, she won every fucking else award. She did. She did. So. Billy Eilish. Let's okay. Let's since we back on Billy. Let's yeah, let's. let's Billy Jean is not my lover. Mm. I just want to say she's just a girl. She's just a girl that I. Um. Okay. So I saw a lot of think pieces online. You can tell me what you think about this, and we can discuss it. Mm -hmm. Um. Billy Eilish has a style. Her her like style that she has when she's performing. You know her image. Mm-hmm. She's very, for those of you who don't know, she wears very baggy clothes, very hip hop looking, like a young man, a young skater looking man or something. Um, I'm glad that you use those words because. Okay. Okay. Ahead. Can go I ahead. finish? Yeah. Because I'm glad that you're glad. <laughs> but, hey. um. Hey. <laughs> He's back, yeah. We haven't even started the argument. I mean. <laughs> well, because I don't understand why. I, okay, we'll get into it. Go ahead. Uh, she wears baggy clothes, uh -huh. and she's been asked about it, and she said because she doesn't want to show her shape, she doesn't care about that. Okay, and um, that's it. That's all she said. Hold on, I'd like to finish. I'm just asking. Is that <laughs> that's, as far as I've seen? Okay. I haven't seen okay. any other comments about okay. what she likes to wear and why, well. other than I don't want to look sexy, mm. so this is why I wear baggy clothes. So. I haven't seen any interviews where they said, so Billy, where did the inspiration from your style come from? Who created it? Mm -hmm. Nobody's ass. No? <laughs> oh, okay. She ain't said nothing. So I ain't seen nothing about her saying or denying mm -hmm. that her style has been influenced by hip hop, black people. Mm-hmm. Any of that. But I have seen a lot of think pieces about the girl wants to be black and she's trying and stealing the black culture, appropriation, lots of that going on. Mm -hmm. um, she also wears long nails. It looks very Mexican. A I was going to say. Los Angeles, California. She kind of dresses like. Um, a cholita. A cholita cholo. A white girl who slicks her hair down in the front like she's Mexican. I'm just saying that's one of the things that I see in her style. So, and I, again, that may come from me being very open and being around people like that. So it doesn't come off to me as appropriation. It's just how they are. So I look at appropriation more of like Iggy Azalea. Mm. Like she even tried to talk with a Southern slang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's from Australia. Yeah. yeah. She clearly is a put on. Of everything black, 
it doesn't seem like who she is. But Billie Eilish, it seems more. I don't even for you. I don't even see it as being of uh, like a I, acting you know black what? thing. I don't. I don't know the girl. Mm. I sorry to this man. If she she also burns. She she, she does street, imagery where she burns cigarettes to her face and eats spiders and things of that nature. If she walked down the street, I, I sorry to this man. I wouldn't. Call what she say? Huh? Call me. Call me insane. No, she said. <laughs> call me crazy. She said, "I'm sorry." No, she said, uh, "I'm gonna." What did she say, damn it? <laughs> I don't know. But, but if like, Billie Eilish walked down the street, I would be like, I would not know who that was. So the the point of this conversation is that the think pieces are saying that she hasn't been recognizing her stylist. The interviews I saw was people saying her stylists are not teaching her to properly acknowledge that that's where it came from. I'm just wondering, where is it? So I never said anything about. I said her stylist is the one to blame because he's not telling her or she's not telling her where they're getting this style from. Because I, how do I you know that though? I mean, because I mean, if you don't know, like, oh, I'm just dressing like this because it's baggy, like I look like Rihanna. I mean, but that's see, that's contextually how you. If you're being asked, why do you wear baggy clothes all the time? Why does it have to be the context is? Because it's from TLC. What if it can't be really like, I'm going to wear a fucking bag of clothes because I don't want people to see my shape. That's oh, okay. really like... That's the really dancer. That seems like that's... Okay. She, she follows through with it. Okay. I haven't seen the bitch's shape since. Okay. I mean, ever. Okay. So, I don't know. Well, then shit. I guess I don't know where... I'm trying to find... I mean, find this is what I'm saying. Where the... Tell me. Like I, like I told you, I, I like, all I got is contextual think pieces. And that's where the issue so comes in. So, it's like in. I don't really have like a... I don't care. So this is where the issue comes in for me. Like, you don't know the artist. That's what I got in trouble on Twitter. This girl got mad at me because I responded to something that she said. What did she? What? So tell me this Twitter. Okay. She got blocked? I got blocked, son. (laughs) (laughs) It was so fun. Oh. So so tell me all about it. So she basically had a think piece about... She. It wasn't even a think piece. It was like one of those things where you want to say something to prove how woke you are, right? So she said, I, she put a picture of Billie Eilish uh-huh. in a sweatsuit with a fanny pack, like a Louis V fanny pack. Again, she looks like a skater to me. I thought it was, she gives me more skater white girl. Like, let's, let's be honest. A little little Avril Lavigne in 2019. Yeah. So, I mean, and I wish I and need to find out my Twitter follower that pointed that out to me because shout out to her because she was like, girl, you ain't tripping. These kids just want something to yell about. You know what I mean? Like, just something to be woke about. But so the point is, the girl said, put up the picture of the sweatsuit and said, when I seen her in this specific outfit, I knew I would never listen to any of her music. I would never entertain this. I'm too woke for that. Oh, wow. So to me, it's like, so what are you saying? So like, you're just trying to sound important and so woke because what's woke about just listening to an artist, but she was trying, but then when challenged, when I said something about it, like, I just think you're just saying that because you don't really know what her music or anything about her as artists. You know what I'm saying? You said that. Let's go back to what I said specifically. Well, is it still there because you got blocked? It should be. It's still my tweets, right? 
So, I said, sorry guys. Again, sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. While you um, pull that up, let's talk about Mace and Puff. Let's not waste no time. Okay. Basically, um, Puff has been on a kind of a love movement, if you will. He changed mm-hmm. his name to Love. He's very um, much into speaking up for artists and um, speaking up about, you know, bringing more of uh what I got from Revolt is he's bringing more um of the celebrity out of the celebrity place mm-hmm. and bringing it more to like everybody else mm-hmm. what you know making of the band and he just wanted to make that correlation and also speak up for the artist um but which is a funny dichotomy or ironic thing but <laughs> because because we all know love as puff and puff was uh, cutthroat businessman who didn't take no um mm-hmm. didn't take um any liberties in taking your money basically it's all about the business it's all about the benjamins baby and um with that um he has M- maces is it his publishing, publishing? Mm-hmm. his publishing um he's he gave Mace twenty thousand dollars for his publishing, um, and just recently Mace went on a twenty thousand. Let's repeat that back, okay, guys, just so we can really like dig it in for like twenty thousand. An artist, mm-hmm. like when you think about Mace's catalog and the things Mace did for Puffy, yeah. like wrote stuff for Puffy, twenty thousand dollars. I mean, this is clear at taking advantage of ignorance. You know what I'm saying, like. You're not writing anything. Yeah. But so, go ahead. Sorry. And and the argument is, you know, who would Mace be without Puff? But at the same time, who would Puff be without Mace? Mm-hmm. Um, we like to always say that Big is the person that, you know, but Big's death is what actually catapulted, you Mace's know. Mace's career. Well, no. Notorious B.I.G.'s career, honestly. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Him dying was right. like, you know. He's B.I.G. Right. And that is It immortalized him. And then that that fuel was what took Bad Boy into... An era. An era. You know? Exactly. That definitely... You're definitely right about that. But in that era, one of the first people who made him credible outside of Mary J. Botch in his own thing was Was Mace. So... Um, makes a uh, went in on him, I guess, you know, yeah, via um, Instagram <laughs> and said that he offered him two million dollars for his publishing deal, and it was not enough for Buff. And he said, If you can't give me what the white man can give me, then see you later. Which, um, I mean, to be fair, <coughs> I'm gonna just say 
when it comes to music, the way the music business has operated. You know, it's shitty. Yeah. So not to be fair. It's just shitty. That's the way the music business operates is I own your shit and I you gave it to me. So And I sold it to you. And I sold it. It's the same thing that happened with Taylor Swift's white ass. Mm -hmm. And that's why she was crying, whining, and still crying and whining. Cause Scooter Braun, who is Justin Bieber's manager, bought her whole catalog from her record label. He signed your life away. So that's kind of like how why Mace is the same. It's the same thing, just a whole nother level of money with Taylor Swift. That's Tay Tay money. Tay Tay was mad, but Tay Tay made a mistake. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And but Tay Tay also had opportunities to buy hers back as well. See that whole thing <laughs> is a that's a thing. She didn't get it. She didn't take whatever deal it was because of who knows mm-hmm. what unfair whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't really like Taylor Swift, but I'm sure. There was some unfair shit going on. But, okay, so this is layers right here. So this is karma with you want to expose the Grammys, but in that same expose, you getting exposed. You getting exposed. And this is the, the thing about, like, Mr. Combs is, like, he seems like a very loving person. I, w- I won't say that. But at the same time, like, business is... It's like, it ain't about nobody but himself and getting that dollar and what that dollar looked like for me. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you look like. That's how he got to where he is. And 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 that's a that's a karmic thing that how you want to just balance your life now, like, and you're all about love and you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a slap in the face to those behind you who you, you know, fucked Have over to get to this. Have not with such love. To get to this space where you feel like I'm here now, so I want to give love. Like he need to watch that. I do. I feel. I agree with you. I feel like um, he just has to take accountability for his moves. I think that genuine accountability is what remedies because everybody, every one of us, are becoming. You know what I'm saying? And so it's okay that he was whatever kind of person he was, and now he want to be a different person. But you have to be accountable for the person you were. You cannot exchange the two for like now, I'm love, and but yet I'm still giving back. I'm still the shrewd businessman that I was before. You can't. It doesn't yeah. go together. Yeah. You you can't. And do also, that. that's a that's a thing that I've realized in life is people are not accountable. The biggest that's the biggest threat to society. People <laughs> do not take accountability for anything. And everything is somebody else's fault. And anybody can be, like, fought it other than themselves. And anything I've seen. Mm-hmm. And it's just really hard being in, like, a, so, like, I'm so self-aware, like, yeah. about the shit that I have and, like, that I got going on. And I be, like, so blameful of myself for even putting myself in a situation, like, when I get angry, like, about things. Eight times out of ten, I'm not angry at the situation or the person. I'm angry at myself Myself, that I put myself in this stupid ass situation to be angry in the first fucking place. Right. And I and that's called accountability. And nobody else is like that around me. Well, not not not. I'm talking about not everybody. I'm just saying like no, but like like, I mean when I be mad, I'm being real with you, Justin. Most people 
aren't accountable. You know what I'm saying? We all have our moment, it, moments and waves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely have moments where I don't realize how I come across to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll say things and spat off my feelings or opinion about something and not be aware of how it's coming across to those because I don't know this person's story. I don't know what you've been through. You know what I'm saying? I don't consider it all the time. So most of the time I do. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I don't. So we have our moments. But for the most part, like, people are not walking around thinking about accountability. And especially when something happens to them. That that first place they want to go is away from what they doing to cause said situation. Quickly. Like, period. So I think that's that's really... that As, as cheaply as possible. Right. <laughs> as cheaply as possible. But I think that's what really needs to be seen as far as Puffy. Like, if he wants to appear, you know, to us as love. And yes, you're exposing the Grammys and all this other stuff. I just... Yeah, I mean, I mean, for Mace to, I feel like Mace is like, it's a long time, you know, like now I'm irritated. Yeah. You know, you're doing a lot. <laughs> you're doing a lot. And when yesterday I got to meet the white man, I got to meet the same Grammy nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To get your money because that's the level you talking. Because right. you're trying to tell me it's on some business shit. This ain't no love. Right. But I mean, Puffy is problematic in that way. You know what I mean? I think that he lost his Kim Porter. And I think that has affected him being more of this love character. You know what I'm saying? And his image. And and again, this is the first person and this is the first person that I've seen have an image. Like a black man to have an image and mm-hmm. to change it and mm-hmm. to keep on changing it. Like this nigga like Madonna. He is. Madonna. He has definitely got, he reinvents himself. Yeah. Which I think is a beautiful thing. I think Kanye tries that as well. Quickly, fast, hurry, stage to stage, whatever the case is. But We did not put that on the list. But I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to leave him alone for a while. Let him keep on working out his... This concert? Concert. Okay. $40 for the, the cheap seats is a concert. It's a concert. It's definitely a concert. I think it was a misprint okay. that it was for church. It but it's at a church, though. Outside. No, it's outside now. It's outside. No, it was outside. It was always outside. They're just calling it Sunday service. So I think it was... a. This is a media ploy. This was clickbait to make us talk about it in this way, I feel like. Okay. It had to have just been a concert. If I'm wrong, I'd like to be. I really would. Because I don't know people who charge for church. It can't be. You know what I'm saying? Why? Yeah. I, cause concert. Remember, yeah, it's a concert. Okay, anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Concert. All right. That's why I didn't even put it on there. Right. Okay. So, does that wrap up our our Grammy conversation? Let's end it off. We no, we have one last thing. What is that? That is Pastor Troy said he don't get a Grammy. Oh, because let's wrap it up with the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, guys, I don't know if you're new to this, but we got a segment. <laughs> we got a segment going on, and we call it Dummy. So I think this is so funny because um, how many dicks they suck? Every night. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fitting. Well, so our boy. Pastor Troy. Y'all's boy. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So Pastor Troy is, uh, let's, let me say this, a 
independent rapper, like a staple. Like he's like somebody who has had a long career being independent. You know what I'm saying? Not having a huge uh, commercial label behind labels. He might be signed to a commercial label or whatever, but he ain't got no commercial label budget. They ain't, you know what I'm saying? He ain't doing what T.I. is doing. Got you. Got you. But he got his lane. Like he's somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, in that, in that world. So I don't understand why this, like, I didn't get why he was so fascinated with getting a Grammy. I never knew that that's the type of artist that he even was. You know what I'm saying? But so, let's take this into context again. Okay. Um, Pastor Troy posts a, um, a picture of Lil, Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. And he said, I guess I'll never guess a drunk. Wow, what did I just say? <laughs> I guess I'll never win a Grammy mm-hmm. um, X, Y, and Z because I won't look like this. And he goes and he's pushing the, the gay agenda in the black male community and Go ahead. On our children. On our children. and go My on. son. He saw a commercial. So I thought this nigga went to Applebee's. <laughs> was like in Applebee's and saw this shit. But. I thought so as well. <laughs> but I was let down that it was just a commercial. <laughs> two niggas was eating mozzarella sticks and they kissed. So was it two niggas for real? No, I believe it was two <laughs> white people. <laughs> but whatever. Two me- Two boys. And he mentioned that his son said, fuck Applebee's after he saw that. And it brought joy to his heart. To know. To know that his son felt like, fuck Applebee's or fuck gay people, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I I wasn't clear on what is this post saying. Like, first we're talking about about where I I guess I'll never get to the Grammys because I'm not wearing this. But... Was you ever gonna wear that? You, I mean, I'm just so confused as to what you was even fucking talking about. Besides that, you hate gay people. Mm-hmm. That was the boil down. That was the boil down. But then you walk that back. Like he recently was on the radio talking about, I'm not homophobic. I think people are confused about what the word homophobic really, <laughs> really means because you you actually said punks. Like you used the word punks. <laughs> I'm gonna choke. I'm gonna smoke. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm so lost. But anyway, I think it's. I'm just gonna rant for a second. I think it's really super ignorant. This whole narrative that people are pushing this agenda of people being gay on kids. Um, I don't. I don't see it that way. Um, but I respect people that have children and don't want their children to see certain things. That's your right. You know what I mean? But the Grammys and someone wearing a leather outfit, fully clothed. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't and this is also, have anything um, to do with his sexuality. It's just something I, you want to wear. I feel like black men as each other, they hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for the different things that they have. I mean, black men hate other gay men. You know what I mean? Black men um, hate that men that don't like black girls or like. There's always a reason to hate each other, right? Like you know what I'm saying. And, it's just well, that's my main point of why it's stupid to me, because I don't like that it's black men saying, uh, "Well, if you're gay, you're it's because of some agenda. You're just following some uh, something that you saw on TV. You saw on TV, and that's really ignorant because people are gay." 
You know what I'm saying? No matter what you believe about it, you know what I'm saying? But it's not something you get on TV. Like, I'm just saying, it's not even enough of it on TV for you to be hypnotized to be gay from seeing it. So if your son saw Billy Porter in a dress on Sesame Street, what would you say? I would say, and he said, well, what would my son ask me? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, yeah. Yeah, he'd have to ask me, like, what is that? Why he got that dress on? Or be like, Mommy, why does he have that dress on? Because some men like to wear dresses. Be like, Mommy, that man likes. So so the next question is, Mommy, can I wear a dress too, like you? No, you cannot. Okay. Why not? Because he is on TV. Oh, that's not why people wear dresses. Oh, okay. Just because he's on TV, that's why you want to wear one? No, sir. Okay. Okay. You're a child. Right. But see, also you have a communication with your child. You don't raise them on a tablet. Okay. So then this is what I'm saying. That was a simple, that was a conversation. Yeah. I was able to tell the child, the answer is no. Because you're my child. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And you ain't never mentioned to me before you wanted to wear no dress. Just because, okay, so now because you saw it on TV, you feel like, well, let me try it. Yeah. No. But ain't kids ain't going to But guess what? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not even really, truly realistic. If a kid wants to wear a dress, I'm not fucking asking you because I've seen Billy Porter. I'm in your fucking closet putting on your makeup and shit. And later on, I'm a drag queen or whatever. And I don't, I hope I'm not being disrespectful by saying that. I just (laughs) meant like, whatever the case is of if you're gay, queer, lesbian whatever and people don't do this to lesbians though by the way this is what's and interesting and that was my other follow-up is like with that men the, the gay it's specifically with men because these are the same people that rap about having two girls <laughs> and, and my girl got a girlfriend that, but it's but acceptable it's okay. it is okay for bitches to kiss each other in videos for you one man and your friends but <laughs> Two niggas eating mozzarella sticks at Applebee's. Fuck that shit. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I just don't understand the hypocrisy in it. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's fine. Whatever you believe about being gay, that's your shit. But it's not really like something you can put on the TV. It's being the reason that people turn gay. I just don't believe in a turn. I believe that if you, you know, it was in you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no pun, in, pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, Pastor Troy. Give me a break with this shit. You didn't get a Grammy because your music is not in the Grammy. I was going to say, what song has Pastor Troy came out with? And let's cut this shit with this fake holy shit on, like, the children, pushing on the children. Your music has nothing that children should be fucking listening to. You talking about hoes, selling drugs, street life. And I'm, listen, I'm not mad at street life. I like a lot of music that's (laughs) all about the motherfucking street life. But don't try to act like you a real preacher, Pastor Troy. Because in in those terms of thinking, then you believe in black on black crime then, right? Ooh, yeah. See, got you. So get out of here. With that, and for that, you are the dummy. Dummy of the week, sorry. Yeah, you know what I mean? Dicks, they suck. Why do we, I'm going to stop saying dummy of the week, because we don't do this podcast every, every week. week. That's why <laughs> so, I say dummy. Just a dummy, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. Dummy. All right. So 
we're back with other celeb news. All right. So. Dun, 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 dun. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this Aaron Hernandez doc because I watched it. I didn't. You didn't watch it. No. As usual. This is the usual thing that happens between us. It really irritates me. So next time you're going to watch it. Yeah. But I still have things that we can chat about. So he that I'm killer. sure you've seen in the on people have spoiled it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they have spoiled it. That's why I haven't really watched it. So if you don't know Aaron Hernandez, used to play for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He um helped them almost win the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl, did they that year? I don't know. I don't remember. Something. They said something about can they he won. You watched it, I didn't. Anyway <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is Mr. Hernandez was on trial for murdering his friend. Had quite a checkered pass. Quite a little checkered pass. Um, so, it, actually, at the time, <laughs> Man, we didn't okay. know about I cannot pass. wait till we get this video because her telling this story is hilarious. <laughs> Listen, so guys. Ahead. At the time when he was became a suspect for this friend's killing, we thought he was just a squeaky clean football player. You know what I'm saying? Was from Philly, I believe. But he went to high school, was a star football player, blah, blah, blah. Went to college in Florida. Mm-hmm. Gators. Mm-hmm. University of Florida. Yeah, with Tim Tebow. Okay. And uh, somebody else black. Him. Him. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so, you know, he went with some heavy hitters and then went for the Patriots, right? Right before he went to the Patriots, he killed two people. But we didn't know this, right? This the killer, Damn, the killer had not been caught, so okay. we didn't know this, right? Uh-huh. Cut to he's on trial for the friend, right? During uh-huh. the trial for the friend, they search his cousin's house where he was staying at, and find the car that they were looking for that did this murder because they seen it on video in oh. the in the person in the, his garage. So then that was the link to, mm-hmm. oh, you killed those two people too? Mm-hmm. It was right before he went to the to the Patriots. league. Right. Because he was like finishing college. Uh, How did he kill the first two? He shot him in the middle of the street. He drove up next to them. Pop, 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 pop into the car. In the middle of the night. At a light. Clearly a psychopath, right? Like you just impulsively do shit. He also had a friend that was like a real gangster, like a drug dealer, a little black dude, that he shot in the face. He thought he killed him. He did not. <laughs> and the friend was on trial, like, singing like a bird about everything. Like, yeah, he thought he killed me. His eye was all fucked up. <laughs> it was crazy. So the friend that he's on trial for killing was his baby mama's sister's boyfriend. Her baby mama's sister boyfriend. Right. Okay. Okay, baby mama is his fiance. So we'll just call her fiance. Fiance sister's boyfriend. Okay. They hang out, they're friends, Mm. comes over all the time, type Mm. shit. He goes missing. Um they have videotape of them in the house coming in. They have videotape of them leaving the house in the middle of the night to go kill the dude. And videotape of them coming back. Without dude. Without dude. And chilling like nothing happened. Like nobody killed anybody. 
They have videotape of the girl of fiance taking the murder weapon in a gun box in a trash bag out of the house on the phone with dude as he's telling her what to do with the you know where to throw it out and she and she says on trial I went to um a dumpster do you know where nope I don't mm -hmm. remember so I mean it was a lot of things in this doc from him about his life and why he would have that's been... why everybody was like she's a ride or die at all of this. Which is really weird. It's if it's really weird that people gravitated towards that. And and so so was um so obviously they had a little bit about him being gay or whatever. Yes. So was the the one that he killed the last one that he killed was they messing around? I'm not sure. They weren't able to point to that. Mm. I suspected something had to do something with being revealed. This being gay thing was serious mm -hmm. to him about not being revealed. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? He was very serious about he not gay and you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't want anybody to know. So I don't understand any other reason that he was about to kill the guy. You know what I'm saying? The other one was like a he was mad because the guy told him something in the club. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like damn. talk shit in the club. And he shot both of them. Drove up on him and shot him. Like fuck you. Mm. and your life. Yeah. So I don't know what dude must have said to him to, to make, make him want to, to make them to drive him a mile from the, his house and shoot the nigga. <laughs> Damn. I'm not sure. Okay. But yes, his best friend in high school that he was that was the quarterback, the white boy, said, yeah, we used to mess around. Like, and we both were never, you know, never wanting anybody to find out. But he also said I wasn't the only one that Aaron messed with. So that was a big deal. Everybody, like, was, oh, my God, because they talked so much about him being gay. Like, that was the reason that he killed people. It seemed like a part, like, it had a little <laughs> sprinkle, spackle of something going on, you know. But when you see his mother and the dynamics, he, I think that Aaron was a psychopath. Sociopath or whatever you... Sociopath. A sociopath. Like, you you know, people, you're not rational. Mm -hmm. You just... Two people made you mad, so you went to go kill them. And you just thought, I'm going to get away with it. And you did. So you just got more powerful mm -hmm. in thinking that you can get away with shit. But you're really not actually smart. That's like... Yeah, they got <laughs> so, a little... They got a little socio. Yeah, so you're not... Because you can't... Because psychopaths, I think I got learned to kind of be a psychopath. And I think that probably psychopath is a smarter one, the way you like figure out how to not get caught and you know what I'm saying? Like so you don't do impulsive you, shit. You can't help that shit. Right. <laughs> but the sociopath, you're just nuts. Mm. <laughs> you know? And I don't know if the universe was allowing him to play it out for a while. Mm. But then he killed himself in jail. He so, hung himself. So So nobody gets nothing, right? So that was the question, like, supposedly because he hung himself, he she was supposed to still get the money. His family should still get whatever money he was getting from the contract. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it happened. No, so we don't know. <clears throat> I haven't been confirmed. But I never understood this ride or die stuff, like, this this affection with she was holding him down. He was, he really killed the people, though, Justin. You can't. Like, it's clear. So I'm lost as to why people are like, she held him down. And that's good because he, really did he kill was him. murdering people mm. for no reason. The family in court, it broke me down, was bawling tears. The two people he killed, like, they were nobody. These were like immigrants. Mm -mm. They didn't barely speak English. 
his whole family, their whole families. You know what I'm saying? It was Damn. like, and and then the police didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like they were nobodies. So the case went cold until Aaron got caught killing somebody else. <laughs> so Damn. So it's, you're weird. It's fucked to me that you, if you have a, if you think <laughs> that she was loyal, or it's cool. That she was loyal because she seemed... It's cool. <laughs> she seemed retarded. Okay, I've rambled on for eight minutes about this, so I'm pretty sure you guys got the gist of the Aaron Hernandez doc. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't mean to ramble Crazy. for so long, but it's just nuts. <laughs> and the so gay stuff, too. You, I know you guys are shocked. That's the only reason that niggas are mad because... The like, football players. Oh, he was too. gay. And he was so, like... Like, you know, masculine. You know, everything. Wow. So which to me is like <laughs> seems like it makes sense. But anyway, what's next? Um Gervonta Davis is caught on camera yoking somebody up, like in the middle of a, a function. Why would he ever do such a thing? Is what <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I, I don't know. T- Twitter wouldn't any mean- I guess that story still developed. So it was a female? Like, yeah, it was a female. It's he yoked her up? Like. Picked her up? Like by, by like, neck? the neck. <laughs> like, what? out her seat. Ooh. And walked her somewhere. And somebody, like, had to, like, y'all gotta quit. Like, mm. and she did. He didn't. So, I don't know. That well, sounds terrible. Yeah, that story's still developing. Hopefully it doesn't turn out too bad. For, I hope that maybe he gets Either in one. trouble or something. Either one. you shouldn't yoke anybody in <laughs> public like that. Yeah, caught on camera. Okay. Uh, Gabby Union, Terry Crews. What you? How you feel about that? Okay, I feel yeah. like he's whack for that. Okay, you could have just shut the fuck up, and that would have been helpful. Yeah, I mean, see where shutting up could be easy and helpful, and it just doesn't. And you just choose not to and instead. Just gotta keep going. He since apologized, so he walked it back. He walked it back. So basically, Gabby was complaining about her treatment on the show that she was on, America's Got Talent. Yeah, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And then um, Terry Crews was like, "Oh yeah." Shuck and jive. They didn't didn't do anything to me. Knickknack Paddywhack. I love that show. It's very diverse. Uncle Ruckus me. What are you saying? And then um I don't got... know him. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah. So and result, um Gabby was like, Wow. How could you? Why? We stood by you. Yeah. Me too. Sir, let's be reminded, and I want to remind the people here. Uh-oh. Receipts. When you let that dude grope you up, yep. <laughs> and everybody was, was like, what the fuck was you doing? And all the other black men were like... He gay. Right. And Gabby was standing up for you. I remember her being like, y'all, you know, we need to stand up for him. And, and he didn't. yet, you chose... Not to stand up for her. But that, that check. Maybe he cut her a little, throw a couple thousand. No, he didn't. No. He well. did not. Because he walked, because what happened is, see, what's really funny about this, again, when you get in tight spots and you can't get what you want, pushes out a little who you really are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because he thought it was going to do something for him, which when, lets me know you're dumb. Because you thought, did you think it was going to do something for you to to say it's a diverse environment to me and I don't know what she's talking about or whatever he said? Um, it did the opposite. So then you got squeezed. Everybody was like, you're whack. You're stupid. Why the fuck did you do that? Blah, blah, blah. You could have just shut the fuck up. And then your response is, I don't know anybody, anything. 
and put all of your all the black women in your family under the bus. Not my mom, not my daughters. Their husbands and brothers can take care of them. I just answer to my wife. Wah, wah, wah. He should have got dummy on the low. If you don't sit your <laughs> goofy ass down. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So he had to walk it back and apologize and say, I see now I should have just been quiet. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Who so else? what's next is um what everybody wanted. An Ivory Park box. We all wanted one. I mean, tell the truth. I wanted one too. Well, I wanted I mean, to push it up the driveway and be like, <laughs> jump on top in my of jumpsuit, in my dress, open my jacket, close my jacket, get my shoes on, put my head. I am on. not one of the people that order. I'm not. My blood is not that rich yet. It's actually quite affordable. You know, say if you can afford, you know, this type of things. You know, that depends on how you buy clothes and sneakers. I mean, I would Some like people, a box. I don't care. I would like a box. Period. That's the end of the day. Right. <laughs> That's it. You can roll one up still. I wasn't mad. I mean, because Kim just got hers just recently. So, the, the, the boxes is still out. Listen, we go. The, the the verdict is still out on that. Some say that she calculated that and was like, I'm late because I want mine to, I'm gonna be like the only one everybody's paying attention to that week or whatever because I'm late. Oh, so she got them at the same time. I don't know. She or she just it. bought the box. No, she got a box. Oh, okay. Beyonce did send her a box. Oh, okay. So does that kill our little rumor that she hates her? Or she's just being nice? I feel like she gave Kendall one, so she was like, right, I'm gonna give this. <laughs> I gotta give this bitch one too. They're flipping out. <laughs> send her one too. Fuck. Send that bitch. Yeah, that's what I really think happened. I that's think cute. I think I think that Beyonce didn't send her one. I think Adidas did. I think so, of course. Mm-hmm. So. That's why she got it a little later. Because <laughs> Kanye was like, uh, so uh, y'all got some more of them boxes. Now what's going on? Why she ain't get one? We, yeah. we got Yeezys, bro. We got Sunday service. So we? they sent her one up. <laughs> she got the opposing in. She did. Yeah, but I would like one. Me too. I would like to see it. Well, I'd like to see it. It's <laughs> <laughs> our new favorite segment. Yeah. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Um, I do, and once it becomes available again because it's sold out, Ooh. I would love some of the shoes and a couple of the items. So, yeah. Now that I'm a working part of society again, I Look might be able to purchase Look at you. Look at you. So, all right. Um, finally, oh, stay tuned. Like, I'm not used to this new segment thing. Yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Smashley Banks. We went to visit her. <laughs> we saw her. We, we saw my good old girl, Smashley. You know. So this is the portion where we talk about a restaurant that we've been to. And Some food we went and smashed. Smashley Banks. That we loved. We're going to do a cooking segment coming soon, guys. We both like to cook. So... Yeah, I I thought I had like bacon and then I fucked that cake up and I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not really I'm a baker, bread. but we should definitely do a challenge and try some baking. Yeah. So we can get better at it. But that it. first one was bussing. It was good. Well, the second one you liked too. I liked. It was good to me. I just My dad it. tore it down. <laughs> so, I don't know what you talking about. <clears throat> but Smashley Banks was at 
Chicago, what's it called? Pizza, Sports, and Grill. Chicago Pizza, Sports, and Grill. They have deep dish pizzas, you know, Philly cheesesteak, sandwiches, like, you know, grill bar food. So we went for your birthday yesterday, so we just decided to chill out, mm-hmm. and we got wings. Mm, yes. Lemon pepper. Y'all. Bust it. Perfectly done. Like, so crispy, so flavorful. <laughs> oh, my God. They were so good. We got a Supreme pizza. <clears throat> that was ex- excellent as well. And we got a thin crust, though. We didn't get the... Chicago I wasn't stuff. with all the dough. I'm not really a huge fan. I was coming off that um that fast, and my stomach ain't right when I eat too much, like... Dough and that cheese. That I ain't been eating for real. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. That fast was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good on my on my system. Y'all should try it. Tell us about Let's it. Let you know what you don't eat. Mm-hmm. Or don't need to eat. Yes. For sure. Um, but anyway, we also had um you with cheese fries. Did you cheese say fries. cheese fries? Yeah, I didn't say it. But... Um they have drinks for five dollars. Yeah. Like well drinks and cosmos and margaritas and they have a nice beer selection and the the thing that's cool about there is when you walk in it's kind of like a, a dining room area, and then it's a bar, and then up there's some stairs, and then you go to it's like pool table. Mm-hmm. So that that was neat to to be a part of. It's a nice little yeah. experience. Yeah, little just chill out. Yeah, there's TVs everywhere. Yeah, playing lots of different things. So you can probably go in there and watch whatever you want to watch. Yeah, and I'm talking about TVs everywhere, like all around. Yeah. I was like amazed at how many TVs it was. Um, but it was really good. Everything was good. The wings were tasty. The service was good. You know, the people... I think it's open till 2, right? Yeah. It's open till 2. What's the address? 3150 Highland Parkway, Southeast Smyrna, Georgia. 30082. That's what's up. Yep. Yeah. So that was our push in the smash the Banks. Stay tuned to see that evolve into um, the new shit, which would be... Um, us traveling and eating. Yes, and telling you about new foods and places we like. All over the world. It's coming. Stay tuned.